lives we bless you because you are alpha your omega you're the beginning and you're the end you're the first and you're the last oh god beside thee there is none oh god beside thee there is none oh savior we bless your name oh god and we honor you we give you praise oh god in the name of jesus the son of the living god we thank you for your praise and some ministers oh god we thank you for your anointing oh god in the name of jesus the son of the living god thank you for your spirit oh god moving in this place in the name of Jesus the son of the living God your name is Alpha your name is Omega you are Yahweh oh father and we bless you oh God you're the beginning and you're the end oh father we lift up your name in this place we lift up your name in this house oh God in the name of Jesus the son of the living God we honor you and we worship you great I am God in the name of Jesus the son of the living God thank you Holy Spirit we bless you oh Lord we give you praise we give you glory and honor God in the name of Jesus the son of the living God we thank you Abba Father we thank you Alpha we thank you Omega in the name of Jesus we say be thou lifted up O God in this place be thou magnified in this house O God in the name of Jesus the son of the living God we give you praise we give you glory and honor God in Jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen can somebody give a hand of praise to the Lord and you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I want to thank uh, my pastor, Pastor William, and also the leadership of Miracle Center for this opportunity that I've been given to share the word of the Lord with you. Amen. Uh, the last time I was here, I was somehow dressed up dramatically and all that. Now today, the dressing doesn't mean anything. I probably just look like a Jehovah's Witness talking about the 144,000. Yeah, so, um, and I also want to give a vote of thanks to uh, Pastor William and the leadership of Miracle Center. Um, yesterday, we had, um, we had um, a youth service and it was very powerful. We are talking about church alcohol and drugs, amen. So we really learned a lot. If uh, like we really learned a lot about concerning drugs and alcohol, and also the young people and also church. So um, we are very much grateful. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Mama and Papa, for considering us and for also uh, always thinking about us. Um, we pray that may God uh, bless you and uh, anoint you amen and i want to uh, encourage all the parents in this place just like that had already spoken uh, concerning the youth service or the youth meetings we've been having it's uh, three o'clock each and every saturday we are here at this church so all the young people from the age of 12 and above they are all welcome amen and uh, next week which is this coming week we are having um we are having an outreach as the young people just around this area. So we'll be doing evangelism. And um, we pray that God will give us the harvest and the increase. And on the 26th, yes, on the 26th, we'll be having a bride. And uh, each youth is requested to pay a 60 bucks, only 60 rands. It's not um, that much expensive. So it's 60 rand and more. So people like Tapunda, they are paying 300. So why not uh, for other ones to also pay that amount of money as well? 
Yeah, so um, all the young people are invited and welcome. So if you also have maybe your sister's children, but they also they live in Rustenbeck, they don't come to Miracle Center, send them over. The venue is at the Parsonage, uh, Parsonage House, which is uh, Mama Mruti and uh, Papa Mruti's house. So for any information on that day, we'll, be, we'll keep you posted. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we are going to begin our today's message. That is, I hijacked my message again today. Brother David, he always hijacks my messages. I don't know why. But anyway, we thank God it's for the glory of God. Amen. So shall we look to God in prayer even before we begin our preaching this morning? Father, we look to you, O oh God, in prayer. Lord, we've come before you, our great I am God the great I am King, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing, your grace in this place, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that I'm a vessel of clay, O oh God, but I pray that use me, O oh God, before your people, before your men servants, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Use me to speak your word, O oh God, that I may speak your word, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Use me, O oh God, anoint my lips of clay, O oh God, that I may speak your word, O oh God, in simplicity, but yet with power. In the name of Jesus, I pray that may you speak to each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. May you change and transform our lives in Jesus' mighty name. We give you praise, we give you glory and honor, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. 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 So please uh, make sure you don't doze off uh, or you don't sleep. I'll be, I'll be done soon. Amen. So today, today's, um, today's message, our place for a title. The, the mystery of prayer. Amen. The mystery of prayer. So I would encourage each and every one of us to be writing. That one is your notebook. I've not come with it before. Okay, so uh, the mystery of prayer. Prayer is a mystery. If we do not understand it, then we will get it all wrong. Amen. If we do not understand prayer, then we will be, we'll be praying amiss. Just like scripture says that uh, you pray, but you pray amiss. Amen. So we should understand what prayer is we should understand what we are really doing when we when we say we are coming to church to come and pray when we say i pray in the morning what are we really doing what's really happening what's going on amen so uh hold on for the scripture but we are in matthew chapter matthew chapter 6 that's our main text for uh this morning but I want to, before we go to the scripture, I want first to lay a foundation. And uh, before I do that, I'll begin by telling a story. A story is told about a young man who was a double orphan. He was living with his grandmother, and all they had was each other. They did not have anything. They did not have any money. The grandmother was not rich. She was just a poor lady, a poor woman. Amen. But... Uh, the grandmother loved the Lord and also loved the Lord. He was a prayerful man. The grandmother was also a prayerful man. Amen. So what had happened was uh, he finished his metric and uh, he finished his metric, his metric time came that he was supposed to go into the university, apply for university. And by the grace of God, he was accepted. Amen. He was accepted. But the day that he was supposed to go and report for, for school, he told his grandmother that... Uh, or grandmother, I think I won't be able to go into the university because we do not have money. Look at us, we are just suffering and we don't have anything. So his grandmother said, 
going to school and she packed the bags for him. And uh, after she finished packing the bags for him, and she told him uh, that go to school. When you go to school, if they ask you about the school fees or the money that you are supposed to be paying, tell them that my grandmother is praying. And then tell them that my grandmother is at home praying. So he started off and she also locked herself in the room and she began to seek the face of God. She began to pray. Amen. So when he reached at school, when he reached at school, where he reached at the, in the office where he was supposed to pay the fees for the school so that he can be uh, fully admitted into school. Amen. But he did not have any money. He hesitated to even go into the office. He didn't know what to tell them. But he said, I cannot go back home because I know my grandmother will, will not just leave me. If I say, grandmother, I didn't even reach in the office. So for the sake of my grandmother, let me just go in the office and say what grandmother told me. Then he went to the office, then they asked him, say, young man, you are here. Yes, uh, this is your name. Well, uh, can you please uh, give us the money, the administration fee and the school fees as well, and also the boarding fee and all that. Then he told them that I do not have any money. When I was coming, my grandmother told me to come, and she said that she sprayed back home and I should come. Amen. So then the person that was doing all the registration and all that thing, that person got surprised and asked him a question that do you think prayer is going to pay for to pay your school fees? Yeah man, let's be real. We need we need the money, you need to pay the money. And uh, just as they were having that conversation, somebody from the administration walked in with some papers and added in papers that, young man, your school fees have been paid in full till you finish all your university and, and everything. Amen. And to the glory of God, he was admitted in school and they finished by the grace of God. So, children of God, we cannot, we cannot deny the fact that prayer has got power. We cannot deny the fact that there is power in prayer. Amen. We cannot deny the fact that when we go in the presence of God to go and seek the face of God, God answers us. Amen. We cannot deny the fact that when we when we pray, when we seek the face of God, God answers us. God responds to our prayers. Amen. So those are the facts. Those are the facts of prayer that when we pray, this is even the confidence that we have as Christians, that we have as believers, that when we pray, when I talk to God, this, this situation will be sorted. And then this situation will be sorted. All this will be the thing of the past. But, but children of God, I want us to look at the definition of prayer once again. Amen. As the church of Jesus Christ. I want us to look at the, the, the definition of prayer once again as the church. So that we would be able to understand as the church what really prayer is. Amen. Somehow... Somehow, somehow we have gone astray. We have lost the we have lost the essence of prayer. Amen. So maybe church, if I may ask this morning, that what is prayer, church? What is prayer? I know uh, most of us who go to school is uh, a subject which is called religious education. Basically, we are taught what prayer is and all those things and all those things. That's the, the same definition that we are given. It's the same definition that uh, everyone grew up with, and that's a good definition. So what is prayer? Anyone just give it a try, or according to how you know. We all pray, isn't it? Yes, so what is prayer? The same answer you're thinking about is the real answer, so don't hesitate and uh, not give an answer. What is prayer? And actually, what is prayer? 
okay, that's that's a wrong answer. Another one as well. What is real? The same as passive in your When you talk to God. Okay, that's good. Courtney, um, what is prayer? Sorry? Nothing to say. Say it in your own ways. Prayer is talking to God. Okay, so these are the facts. This is the thing. This is what we understand about prayer. Prayer is, is talking to God, isn't it? So, um, my other definition of prayer is pretty, it's pretty much the same. Prayer is communication between man and God. It's the same thing, the same way she had put it. Prayer is talking to God, like you're having a conversation with God, isn't it? So prayer is uh, a communication between man and God. Prayer, pr- 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 prayer is, uh, is one of the ways we talk to God. Amen. Prayer is one of the ways we talk to God. Amen. So these, then these, the next things are not the definitions of prayer. So let's, let's take note. Prayer is not, is not begging or pleading, convincing or twisting God's arm. Amen. That's not prayer. Prayer is not twisting God's arm so that you get what is in the, in, 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 in the hands of God. Whereby, let's say, uh, I'm walking and I'm holding something. Then someone comes and twists my arm and gets what I want, uh, what is in my hand. That's not prayer. Yes, we know God is the provider of everything and anything that we want. But prayer is not twisting his arm and getting what we want from God. Amen. Prayer, prayer is not moving God to your point of view. Amen. Prayer is not moving God to your point of view. It is the way we speak to God, the way we talk to God, but it is not uh, moving God to your point of view. Amen. I hope, hope I've not lost anyone. I hope we are still together. Prayer is not expecting God to carry out your decisions. Amen. Prayer is not expecting God to carry out your decisions. Amen. Prayer is not giving instructions to God so that he can follow them. That's not prayer. Amen. So prayer is the way we talk to God. In, uh, in communication skills, there is, uh, there is what they call um, a monologue communication and a dialogue communication. Those that have done communication skills before. So there is even, I think even in English, isn't it? Uh, monologue communication and dialogue. Oh, it's for universities. Is it universities or even in school? You do it, right? Okay. So, uh, in communication, there is what they call a monologue communication and the dialogue communication. So, uh, so um, yeah, monologue communication and the dialogue communication. So, uh, a monologue communication is a type of communication that that uh, that is only when one 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 person only speaks. Amen. When one person only speaks and the other one doesn't get to say anything. That's a, that's a monologue communication. But the dialogue communication is a type of communication where we will be able to discuss. I say something, then you also respond. Or uh, the, the other person says something, then I get to respond. Amen. That's type of communication. So now the, they've, they've uh, researched and said that between these two types of communication, the best communication is a dialogue communication where you'll be, where you'll be able to uh, interact within each other. Amen. So prayer is not a monologue communication, but it is a dialogue communication. Amen. So God needs, you need to talk to God and God needs to talk back to you. 
Amen. That's communication. Amen. So, in uh, there, let's look at. Uh, there's something I want us to see in uh, in scripture. In Acts chapter 13, that's not our main text as uh, as usual. The main text is um, Matthew Matthew uh, six. But let's look at Acts chapter 13 and verse two and three. Amen. So this this was at a time uh, verse one basically talks about the people that were there. Now there were certain prophets and uh, and teachers. Amen. In the in the church at Antioch, they were fasting and they were praying. Amen. They were fasting and they were praying. Now in verse 2, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate me Barnabas and so for the work which I have called them. Amen. Then, then having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and they sent them away. Amen. So this, this was the disciples. They were praying. They were fasting and praying. They were talking to God. And during that time they were talking to God, God also spoke. Amen. God also said something. Amen. And he said, separate me Paul and Barnabas. Amen. For the work that I have for them. So that is that is prayer children of God. Let me, let me do a simple illustration on how our prayer looks like or how it sounds like. I don't know who I'm going to go. So we will assume that um, one of us will be God and one of us will be a human, obviously. And we want to see uh, what really happens when we when we say we are praying. We are believers, we are Christians, and in as much as communication is between man and God, but we want to see what happens. So, um, I want us to have a discussion. I want us to have a discussion. So, I uh, will assume she's God, okay? Then I'm human, then I've come, I've come and said, ah, you should be responding at this. So, um, Lord, I tell our Father in heaven, I have to be your name, I did not come. Uh, Lord's page, I just came to tell you that I need, I need money, you know, I need money, my soupies, and this and this, and also my, my, my other child is sick, you know, so I pray for him, I love that child very much, I don't, have you seen, so I've not, I've not given a chance for, uh, I've not given her a chance to respond, amen, so maybe try to respond as I'm praying, try to respond, and I love you, Lord, you are good. Thank you, Lord. I pray that can you give me. I need you. I need you. I need you, Lord. Hey, I bind that power of darkness. I bind it. I bind it. I bind it. I bind it. In the name of Jesus, I bind it. I claim my blessings. I claim my. Have you seen what is happening? There is no flow of communication because I've not given her a chance to respond. Even if she's responding, I will not. I'm not paying attention. Amen. And sit down. Thank you very much. Uh, I've not given her a chance to respond. That's how, how our prayer looks like, children of God. Amen. We always talk to God. We always have something to 
say before God. But prayer is not only uh, me speaking before God. Prayer is not only me asking before God that, Lord, I need this, I need this, I need a car, I need money, I need this, I need this. But I'm also supposed to pay attention to the voice of the Lord. I'm also supposed to pay attention to what God is saying. Prayer is me praying, me going before the Lord and also waiting in the presence of God, turning in the presence of God to hear what God has to say on my life, on my family. Amen. That is prayer, children of God. Prayer is not just going to present your request before God, but it is waiting. You have to tarry in the presence of God. You have to wait in the presence of God to hear what God has to say about that situation, about anything that you presented before the Lord. Amen. That is prayer, children of God. But I don't know how we have gotten this, where we have gotten this theory of us just presenting our request before the Lord, us just talking before the Lord, and the Lord doesn't get to respond. But the real meaning of prayer is us speaking to God and God talking back to us. Amen. So the, this type of prayer, children of God, it must end where we don't give God a chance to respond. God responds. God, hear, if he can hear prayer, he can also answer prayer. If he can, if you can talk to him, he can also talk back to you. Amen. So that's the kind of prayer that the church needs. We need to talk to God and we need to wait for his response. Amen. We need to make sure that we hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. And hearing the voice of the Lord, it is not an easy thing. It's an act. Amen. It's an act. You have to make sure you master it. You have to make sure it is the Lord that is speaking. When you look at in First uh, Samuel, I believe in verse 2, uh, in chapter 2. First Samuel uh, chapter 2, we've seen is it chapter 2 or chapter 3 where God was calling somebody? Chapter 3, right? Yes, chapter 2, Anna was. Uh, no, chapter, it's chapter 2. Chapter 1, Anna was, was married and she was trying to foresee the Lord and the Lord. In chapter 2, that's where now Samuel is born and it's born, right? Yeah, okay, so in first Samuel we see the child Samuel living in the temple. And scripture defines the scripture. Scripture says that um, and the child Samuel was was in the temple, and the, and the visions at that time they were rare. Uh, the visions, hearing the voice of God, it was very rare. And all that, and God put Samuel, and then God put Samuel, but he thought that it was he who was calling him. Then he went and said, "Here I am." Talk to me then. He said, no, I'm not going to go back and go and sleep. And then again, God called again. He went back to him and said, Lord, here I am. Uh, speak to me. Uh, that, uh, Master, here I am. You are calling me and all that. Then, uh, is it the third time he perceives that it is the Lord that is calling? And then he perceived that it is the Lord that is calling because he knew the voice of the Lord. At that time, Samuel did not know how the Lord sounds like. So, Hearing the voice of God, it is not an easy thing you have to master. It's an art that you have to master. It's just the same way as Tabuna plays football. I don't play football. The way if I say we are Tabuna, we should be in the match, then maybe you beat me. Because it's an art that he has mastered. Amen. I've not mastered the art of football. I cannot play football well and all that. I know sometimes I like sticks of work. So I know I can't speak properly football and all that. So it's very much obvious that even the voice of God is an art that you need to master. You need to know the voice of God. You need to know that this is God that is speaking. When you go in prayer, you have to make sure that you hear God. Amen. But we give up as children of God on the voice of God because we do not want to wait. We do not want to tarry in the presence of God to 
hear the voice of God. All we do is we just come before the Lord, present our request because we have read in the Bible somewhere that He answers prayer. So all we do is we come with our request and bless them before the Lord and off we go. But also God needs us to talk to Him. Amen. He needs us to talk to Him. He needs us to have fellowship with Him. So prayer is a fellowship tool of God. We need to fellowship with God. We need to fellowship with the Holy Ghost. It's not, it's, 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 it's not supposed to be a way that you just come and dump your prayer request and you go. Dump your prayer request and you go. No. God needs us to fellowship with the children of God. Amen. So in uh, Matthew chapter 6 now, that's our main, our main text uh, this morning. Matthew chapter 6, uh, starting from verse 9. So Jesus Christ teaches his disciples on how to pray. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 and uh, verse 9. Jesus Christ uh, teaches his disciples on how to pray. Can, please kindly note that uh, the Lord's prayer in, uh, in Matthew wasn't intended to be recited. Amen. This, the, the prayer that we pray our Father, the, it wasn't intended to be recited like we have recited. Amen. Jesus, what Jesus Christ was teaching, he was teaching a pattern on how we should pray, how we should talk to God. Amen. It was a pattern that he taught because mostly when you, those, those of us that have got an opportunity of meeting kings uh, and all that and all that, in, uh, in my village, in my village, you cannot just appear before the king anyhow, or just talk to the king anyhow. There are things that you need to do. You need to come maybe with more like a sacrifice uh, or a token of appreciation that you present, it, you present it before the king and you kneel down and you greet the king. Amen. That's, that's according to how we do it in, 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 in my culture. Amen. So, even in other cultures, they, there is no way that you just come before the king and just talk to the king anyhow. Even in the in the kingdom of God, there is no way that you can just talk to God anyhow. Because maybe you might not really know how to speak before the king. Hence, maybe you are, you are making a mistake as you are talking to him. So, what Jesus Christ was given is not a prayer that we should recite, but it is the way we should be praying as Christians. Amen. So there is, there is a way we do things in the kingdom of culture or in the kingdom of God. So this is how Jesus Christ was, was, was putting it. But it wasn't, it wasn't a prayer that should be meant to be recited. Yes, we know kids, as we are growing up, you are supposed to be somehow, to be taught somehow to pray. Then eventually you will be praying on your own and all that. But uh, when you have reached at the stage where you will be praying on your own, you cannot be reciting our Father who art in heaven. You, you understand? It, so it wasn't, it wasn't intended that the disciples should recite that prayer and be praying it every day. Amen. But it was a format on how they are supposed to, pre to present their prayers and their requests before the Lord. Amen. So we'll be looking into, that, uh, into those details just now. Amen. So Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. In this manner therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. 
and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil, from the evil one. For yours, for yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So this is Jesus Christ telling his disciples, saying this is how you should pray. Amen. But he's not saying that you should recite this prayer. Amen. But he's giving them a format on how the prayer is supposed to be done. Amen. So now in... Uh, when you, look at, when you look at the first verse, which is verse 9, which is uh, verse 9, amen, he begins, he begins uh, by saying, Our Father, amen, our Father in heaven, our Father in heaven. That's how he begins his prayer. So this, 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 this uh, connotation on how he has begun his prayer, it, it's basically standing for... Uh, your, your prayer should be addressed to God. Amen. Your prayer should be addressed to God, ascribing God's, God's honor and praise. Amen. Acknowledging that the sovereignty of God. Amen. That's the first thing that you should, your prayers, you should address them to God. Amen. So our Father in heaven. Then the second thing that we see is, says that hallowed be your name. Amen. The second thing that should follow in prayer is praise. Amen. So he begins this prayer by acknowledging the, the sovereignty of God, the, the, the goodness of God, the greatness of God. He is our Father. Amen. Then he continues by glorifying Him, glorifying His name. Amen. So that's how your pattern of prayer should be. First, it's supposed to be your, your prayer should be directed to God. Then the second thing is you should worship God. Amen. You should worship God. So we should begin our prayers with worship, ascribing praise and honor to him who is worthy of it. Amen. That's the second thing that we have seen. Then the, the other thing that we see, he says, your kingdom come. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Amen. So before, before you present your request or you say anything, your kingdom come. So this, this sentence or this this line, it simply means that you are, you are putting God's interest first before your interest. Amen. Before you request anything, you are putting God's interest first before anything. Amen. So, so your, um, it says your kingdom come. After worship, we should pray for the advancement of the kingdom of God, putting his interest first. Amen. In Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 6, the same chapter 6, Verse 33 says, But seek ye the kingdom of but seek ye the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. But seek first the kingdom of God, but seek first. So the interest of God should be first. Before you present your request, before you say, My child is sick, before you say, I need money, I need this, I need that, the interest of God should be first. Amen. So that's according to Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. That's how Jesus Christ taught his disciples on how to pray. Amen. Then the other thing is that we see, he says that your will be done on earth. Amen. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. In this, at this time, this is when you're now supposed to understand the will of God. This is when you're supposed to hear the will of God. Amen. What is God saying in this situation? What is God saying? What is the will of the Lord? Before you even present your request, I know that 
if, if, you, if, you, if you present your, your request space, you might, and then if God says something different, then it will maybe hurt you or something that, no, God doesn't want to answer my prayers, God doesn't want to respond to my prayers. But when you put his interest space and you seek his will, and then you seek his will, you ask him to speak to you, then you know if he speaks something, if you speak something that is not in line with what you want, you'll be able to know. And you won't even present it in your request. Because you know the will of God. You know the mind of God. God has already spoken unto you. Amen. So that's the that's a thing that we should be very much aware of. Amen. So this is not even the day sometimes. This is not even the prayer that we can just pray even in one day. But this can take you months. This can take you weeks. This can take you days. Just the same prayer of our Father who is in heaven. It can take you weeks, months. Amen. So your will be done. Amen. Your will be done. Your will be done. You are seeking the will of God. This is the time where you are supposed to ask the will of God. You began to talking to him. Now let him respond. Amen. You should wait for the response of God. What is God going to respond? Amen. So he continues saying, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Who's, who's on earth? We are, we are on earth. Amen. We are on earth. So everything that should be done in our lives, in your family, is supposed to be his will. Amen. Anything that you, any, 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 anything that should be done in our lives, families, or anything that we want, is supposed to be his will. The car that you want to buy, is it his will? Amen. The house that you want to buy, is it his will? The business that you want to start, is it his will? So this is the time that you seek God and ask him for his direction. He's supposed to direct you concerning everything that you want to, you want to do because we are on earth. So what we are praying for is that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So you have put the interest of God first. You are asking that his will should be done on earth. Who's on earth? You are on earth. It is your life that is involved at this moment. Amen. Then the other thing that we see is... Uh, now you come with your requests after putting God into your space, after glorifying the name of the Lord, acknowledging that God is king, directing your prayers to God and also praying that his will should be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now you can present your request. Amen. So it says on the six, uh, uh, chapter 6, 11, it says, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. After putting God's interest space, we, we, are, we are permitted to present our own needs. Amen. After putting God's interest space, we are, we are permitted to present our own needs. This petition acknowledges our dependence on God. Amen. So you asking that God should give you your, your, your daily bread. Amen. It is... It is showing that you are dependent on God. Your spiritual food, your physical food, it all depends on God. Yes, you can wake, you can wake up and go to, to work early in the morning and everything. But you should be depending on God. Your prayers should always be you, like, like, like you are you're not even, it's not your strength that is, it, it, it is, is involved. Yes, you are using your strength to go for work. But you shouldn't see it as your strength. It is God's strength. So it shows your dependence on God. Amen. So I'll be done soon. Then the other thing is that uh, and give us 
our debtors as we forgive as we forgive our, uh, our debtors. Amen. So forgive us our sins or our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Amen. So in, in your prayer, you should know that if God has forgiven you, you do not qualify to have a grudge against your neighbor. Amen. You do not qualify to hold anything against your neighbor. Amen. Mostly, we, as we are in church like this, we think that uh, in church as we are perfect people are. There is no one perfect here, not even one. We are made perfect through Jesus Christ. Amen. On our own, we can't say we are perfect. All of us are sinners. Amen. All of us are sinners. Everybody here, everyone, everyone. We are sinners. Amen. So now, if God has allowed us, you know, as our, as if God has welcomed us and forgiven us, who are we not to forgive our neighbors? Who are we to hold grudges? Even in church, we are calling ourselves children of God, but yet we are holding grudges against, against each other. This one doesn't like this one. This one doesn't like this one. If Christ forgave you, why are you holding that grudge against your neighbor? If Jesus Christ washed you in his blood, why are you holding that grudge against your neighbor? And in church, that's why there are a lot of imperfect people because we are coming from the world where people are messed up and all that and all that. And we come in the house of God, we are expecting that you know, the pastor will be will be righteous, the pastor will be okay. He's also human. Amen. If the pastor is human, my pastor is human, the elders are human, and the people is human, the sister seated next to you, she's human, the brother seated next to you, they are human. Amen. So they say to error is human. So no one among us has given you, I promise you. They will, they will not will not just be okay like this. Maybe there will be a day that you will not be happy about my decision, Sakunda. Maybe there will not be a day that you will not be happy about my decision. Okay? But you have to forgive. Because I'm human, one day I will not talk to you nicely. Maybe I'm coming with issues from home. Uh, this and this happened, so I'm coming with me and all that. Then you ask just a simple question, then I answer you in a certain way that will make you will make you be that will make you offended. I mean, that's, that's, we are all in one. So let's continue forgiving one another. And then let's, let's, let's continue forgiving one another. We shouldn't hold grudges against your neighbor because it is not, that's, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Amen. And also, let's not, because I said we are, you know, because Pastor said we are human, so I, I will injure people, I will just talk anyhow. No, let's also mind the way we talk to our neighbors. Let's also mind the way we talk to each other. Let's also mind the things that we talk about each other. Because most of the things that offend the church are the things that uh, that we talk about each other. If Brother David comes maybe to Tapunda and starts speaking against me, or just maybe even saying the truth, but I will not be happy that Brother David went with my truth, my true colors and went to share with uh, Tapunda. Amen. So that's the way it is. Let's also mind how we talk about each other as the church. So we should not be injuring one another on purpose. And also if you are injured in this church, forgive. Let go of that burden. Forgive your neighbor. Forgive your friends. That's how Jesus Christ taught us in his scripture. Amen. That's how Jesus Christ taught us in his words. That forgive us as we forgive our debtors. So if your prayers should reach heaven, Forgive, let go of, of burdens that will that, that worry you on the way. That maybe they are even broken your blessing. Amen. Let go of those burdens. Amen. 
Then the other thing that we see is, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. But deliver us from the evil one. Ah, no, the other one is, before that one is, and lead us not into temptation. Amen. Lead, lead us not into temptation. This petition ex expresses the healthy distrust of one's own ability. Just like I was, I was talking about, we are, we are human. Amen. So we should also pray that God leads us out of temptation. Amen. You should not be tempted to speak against your neighbor. You should, be temp you should not be tempted to speak against your neighbor, against somebody. Amen. So, and also, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. But deliver us from the evil one. But deliver us from the evil one. All the time when we are praying, mostly, all our prayers have always been finding the devil, casting the devil. But here Jesus Christ is showing us how to pray. It is not only about you. You are supposed to put God's interest at first and then you follow after and everything. Amen. So, but when we are praying, we, we like using the scripture or we start with the scripture. Most of us don't even know where Jesus Christ was saying that I give you power. Amen. So in the power, it's, it's the power of God, but he has given us. He has, I'll give you power to step on snakes, snails, and all, and, uh, and, and scorpions, and all snakes. That's the power we have given. It is Christ's power, but he has given us. He has given that power to us. It's just more like, this is my phone. When I decide to give the phone to Mama Rose, saying, Mama Rose, this is my phone. Use some. Amen. So that's what, that's what we... That's the authority that we carry. The authority that you have is not your own, but the Lord's. Even the battles that you think you've been winning in your family, it is not you, but it is the Lord's. Amen. So when we are praying, we should make sure that we understand all these things. And we should make sure that we pray the right way. Amen. Then the last thing, for those that are dozing, I've seen some people are dozing. So the last thing for those that are dozing says, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So, he began by teaching them how to glorify God, how to worship God uh, uh, when, when, when you are praying. Amen. Before you start your prayer, then he also finishes with the prayer. That's how we should pray as the children of God. That's how we should pray as, 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 as the church. Amen. So, you began by praying and you also you began by thanking God you also finished by giving praise thanking God for what he has done amen so in the middle just maybe when you are finishing prayer you don't know if God has answered or not but what you are what you are sure of is that he will answer and therefore I should praise him for the things that he has done and for the things that he's doing and for the things that he's to do. Amen. That's the confidence that we have in God. So we praise Him not because He has answered you, but because we believe that He will answer. We praise Him not because He has responded to my cry. He has given me the car that I was praying for. He has given me the house that He has praying for. No. But we praise Him because He will respond. The confidence that we have in Him is that He will respond when I call. Amen. He will respond when I cry. Amen. That's, that's what we should do as children of God. We should begin with praise and end with praise. Amen. So, children of God, shall we just rise up to our, our feet? This is the Lord's word this morning. Amen. So, we're going to pray and ask God for forgiveness for praying amiss. Most of us have put our interests first. 
most of us have been putting our interest space and we've been saying, no, uh, this should become this, this should become this. And we forget putting God's interest space. We forget asking about the will of the Lord. Let's pray for forgiveness that Lord should forgive us. Amen. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that have mercy on us, O oh God, for putting our interest space, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, for putting our interest first, O oh God, we pray that, Lord, forgive us, O oh Lord, for not putting your will first, for not seeking your face, O oh God. Forgive us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Have mercy on us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Lord, for your word's sake, for we do not know how to pray, but the Spirit of the Lord make the intercession. For us, we pray, O oh Father, that Lord, teach us how to pray, O oh God. Teach us how to pray. Give us the desire in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. We give you praise. We give you glory and honor, God, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. At this moment, children of God, every eye closed and every head bowed down. If you are here... And you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. You are not born again. You are saying, Pastor, if I die today, I'm not really sure where I will go. If I will go into heaven or if I go, if I will go in hell. If you are here and you are not born again, you are saying, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to be born again. Just lift up your hand where you are standing. If you want to be born again, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, just lift up your hand where you are standing. Lift up your hands if you say you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. You want Jesus Christ to come in your life. Lift up your hands if you are here. Do not feel, do not be ashamed, do not be afraid. Just lift up your hands and say, Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Amen. There is no one, uh, I guess, no one has lift up, uh, lifted up their hands. But let's, let's help maybe someone who's, who was afraid to come out to come and pray. Who's, who wants to put their lives in order with God? Let's, let's all pray uh, in, this, uh, in this direction. Let's all repeat, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I come before you. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my personal Savior. Lord Jesus, Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we give a clap offering to the Lord? Hallelujah. And so if uh, you are here and you, you didn't lift up your hands, if you should be born again or not, uh, you are born again, you have received, you have received Christ as your Lord and person of Savior. So God bless you very much. God bless you for the decision that you have made. And I just want to urge each and every one of you to be praying, to be seeking the grace of God. Amen. So as we have talked about prayer, those of us that we are praying and our prayer life has gone down, let's, let's go back to, uh, to how things were. Let's, let our prayer life be revived. Amen. Make a decision to, make a decision to be praying, to be seeking the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we put our hands together as we will come our pastor, Pastor William. Hallelujah. Let's continue making our hands until Pastor Alex is down. Let's continue making our hands until he is down. Hallelujah. Amen. Who has been blessed?
Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Pastor Alex, for such a powerful teaching on prayer. Amen. Amen. He said some of us, we are praying 